Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics and Rana McBerto Will is your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have, once again, a great show for you today. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Bridge MCP is in the house. And of course, there's Alistair Waters in the house with Lee Grant as well. Eric Hayes. Buen, bueno, bonito y barato. Estamos aquí también con Yvette Avery Herod, our beautiful union activist. And well, let me see. I don't want to miss anybody. We also have Paul Fleming Sr. from Atlanta, Georgia, as well as Yvette is from Atlanta, Georgia. And we have, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver quién más está aquí. We also have uh, Michael Rodnin. How are you doing, Senor Rodnin? And let's see if I missed anybody. You know, forgive me. Forgive me, Egberto. Looking at the video's title, chance you might be covering this topic after all. Well, we'll see, Michael Rodnin. I hadn't didn't get a chance to see your stuff yet. I'm under the gun. Let me tell you guys, I have three episode of the episodes of the con to process. It's a new series that we're doing talking about the con of the financial system. Great guy, great producer. I also am working, re, we are reintroducing the um, the real, the human story, a better human story with uh, Mr. Schmuckler. I have about three episodes of that to process. We also have another couple of videos that I'm still processing. It's crazy, but it's fun because you know what? We have a lot of material that we have got to get out there because we together go make the change, folks. We are going to make sure everybody knows that they're empowered. JW, JW, muchísimas gracias. You actually see the light. Uh, E2247 is also in the house. Uh, E2247 is in the house. I saw somebody else just chimed in as well. Bruce Pollard is also in the house. How you doing, Bruce? Welcome aboard. All right, let me go ahead and see what folks are saying. We have uh, Parved, 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 Parved. Uh, ABQ says he's also watching on Twitch. We have uh, Melanie Keelan says, Alistair, how are you doing? And let's see, Norman Reynolds is in the house as well. How are you doing, my brother Reynolds? How are you doing, my dear sir? Uh, and Maywood, I don't think I called you out, Maywood. Welcome to the show. Well, we got a bunch of people in already. I love it. I love it. I love it. Eric Hayes says, AOC's $4 billion in lost wages for her state thanks to her policies. Dream on. Dream on. You know, uh, they gave all these giveaways to Amazon in New York, or rather in, uh, you know, New York went ahead and said, no, 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 no. And you know what Amazon did? They are now cutting jobs or not putting the jobs that they were going to put. I think it's in Jersey or some one of the suburbs of New York somewhere. I know Jersey is another state. But anyway, these corporations, they come out and they promise jobs and they exact, they exact uh, that we are going to go ahead and give you jobs. And then after you give them the tax breaks or not only, even if you don't give them the tax, tax breaks, you give them the promise of tax breaks. They do things on their time, not to help your economy, not to help your people. So whatever Hayes is pointing out about AOC, thank God we have somebody with the guts that AOC has. Lee Grant, how you doing, brother? All right, we also have, let's see, uh, oh, migraine for Keelan? Let me, did I miss a message here? Did I miss, I don't want to miss anybody's message. Come on, let's see. Melanie Keelan had a headache. Melanie, what's wrong, young lady? I am glad. Oh, you missed. You missed. The reason you missed uh, Ask Egberto anything over the weekend was because 
of your migraine. I'm so sorry to hear about your migraine, my dear beautiful lady. But you know what? We'll have it the other time. And guess what? We got you here now. We got you here now. Uh, Bruce says, it'll be so great. Yes, Bruce, it's going to be great. Um, Michael says, media matters. Fox News anchors argued for viewers feelings to overwrite statistics and numbers on the network's 2020 presidential election. My biggest problem with the mainstream media news media was until now the corporate bias. If corporations bias at times, they are rarely, if ever, covered negatively. We've come to uh, know uh, we've come to a new low with our mainstream media network knowingly pushing false narratives. You know that is true, and you know what? I did a. I'm doing a lot of TikToks now. I think I'm doing about a TikTok a day with some particular subject. And I think it may be apropos for me to go ahead and play that TikTok that I did. Uh, when did I do that TikTok? I think the TikTok was news, new, uh, Fox News pays for their lies. I think you're going to like this particular TikTok. Let's see if I can get it from start. Well, I was going to try to get it on that page, but I may have to go ahead and do it from a, a standard Instagram. So as I... Cue it up here. Bear with me as I find it. But yeah, it, it, it's true what you're saying, Michael Rudden. I think it is something that we must examine, something that we must keep abreast of because you're absolutely right. So let's see if I can get this plane on. But a bit, how do I get it started? Come on, come on. Bear with me, guys. I'm going to try to get it out here. Uh, if I can get to bring it to the start. All right. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get it on screen somehow like that. And I hope I have it set up and ready to go. Okay. But that's why their audience was backlashing because right. they expected Fox News to push the things that were otherwise percolating in the fringes that okay, hadn't we'll been sort of in. laundered. We're, we're, I'm going to wait till it gets to the start because I, I want you to get the whole gist of the TikTok that I did. And by the way, tell me if you think uh, these TikToks, if you like this, this one actually, one of them actually got something like 12,000 uh, views or something like that. I don't know how much this one got yet, but anyway, About the Republic. let's go ahead and do this and then I'll show you because I really want you to see this one from scratch. All right, let's go ahead and do it now in our bio. MSNBC host. Jason Johnson and Media Matters President and CEO Angelo Caruso nails Fox News perfectly for their line and other misdeeds. Check this out. Fox News lied not just to, you know, appease its audience, but because they were helping build the scaffolding for January 6th for an attack on our democracy. Uh, and I mean, they all understood that that was a part of it. That's why their audience was backlashing, because they expected Fox News to push the things that were otherwise percolating in the fringes that hadn't been sort of laundered through these few gatekeepers. And that's why I think it matters who goes on, and who validates Fox News. We're not having debates about why people aren't going on Alex Jones to reach different audiences, right? They're no longer masquerading as a news operation. They're a, a destructive, dangerous political operation. Start treating it like Infowars. I've been saying the same thing about the Republican Party. They are no longer a party. They are a dime storefront for a terrorist organization called MAGA. Check out more. How can one disagree with that assessment, right? How can one disagree with that assessment? Again, just look at the actions. Now, um, I'm, I, before, look, I'm going to get into the... I'm going to get into the, the media stuff that Carlson, Tucker Carlson did yesterday in a little bit. But I also want to touch on something I did yesterday at KPFT with what I 
with, with Chris Rock. And I think you'll see the political part that I talk about with his new skit. But anyhow, let me keep uh, reading what people have here before I get to the first video. JW says, Tucker Carlson is helping Dominion big time. Yeah, he's proven what the lies are that they actually do, which can also be used in court. It's amazing to me that the producers don't see that. But, hey, that's them. Bridge says, already saw videos, not McCarthy cuts, though. He's on tape and video and text and emails saying he's lied. Exactly. I'll show you some of that. Chris Rock's making some money off of this, this Smith slap. You better you bet he is. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says that $3 billion in tax credit should be given to the public, not Amazon. And a new poll shows that nearly half of Americans agree. Absolutely. Eric Hayes says... Uh, Bridge MCP, dude with the horns, was escorted by the police. No, he was appeased by the police, but there's some more to that story as well. MCP 25K, Bridge MCP 25K jobs, wishful thinking. Again, that is getting bad information. Uh, Michael Ronan says, you expect corporations to keep their job creation promises after giving them tax breaks. LOL, conservatives are such suckers for corporate propaganda. They're not suckers. They're paid to deceive their own, Michael Rudnan. They're paid to deceive the sycophants who follow them. Uh, continuing, we have Horn Guy got 41 months. Good for him, according to Bridge MCP. Michael Rudnan said, Gilberto, yep, this should be good. Run it. All right, reply, let's see. Less than two years for instigating uh, many insurrections. I am always amazed how little time seditionists got. Exacto mundo. I agree with you, Michael. On the international side, Trumpers are extreme far right, and they don't even realize that they've be what they've become. Ashley Willie says, The Daily Show covered the Fox News twits. Tweets. <laughs> I said twits. Tweets. And beautiful daughter of mine, I also have that, believe it or not, on video. Anyway, Eric Hayes says, four Americans kidnapped in Mexico, huh? Just another day for the cartel office. That's Mexico, not the United States. I know you wish we controlled everything, but no, we don't. They found two of them and two of them are dead. There was just a video on TV that actually had all those transmitted over there. Okay, let me give you the Chris Rock analysis that I did, and then we'll get into the response to Tucker Carlson. Here is the Chris Rock analysis. Firstly, we are all multidimensional, as I spoke. We are all multidimensional in this world, and politics is a part of it. And if the more we can integrate politics into the everyday world of what young people are doing, what older folks are doing, we will become even more politically engaged. Anyway, I, I, I forgot. I better tell people the telephone number is 713-526-5738, extension numero dos, extension two, 713-526-5738. Uh, anyway, continue it. I watched Chris Rock on Netflix at 1 a.m. while spinning. It was clear that the Will Smith slap at the Oscars has affected Chris Rock's comedy. He was not as naturally funny as he normally is, in my humble opinion. That is, I don't know if you felt the same way after seeing it, Tori. I thought he was he's normally a bit more funny, but today I thought that different. What's your thoughts? Well, I just noticed that he wasn't smiling as much. I mean, there was still exactly. 90% the old Chris Rock there, but, you know, there was some uh, bitter notes. I, I, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that I wasn't, you know, I made some TikToks earlier and I got people commenting and saying, yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that that, you know, that it wasn't as effective, but here's the deal. 
He went really hard on Jada Pinkett Smith as well. I think Rock has heart was harder on Jada Pinkett Smith than he was on Will Smith, which I think opens the door for a discussion on sexism, which is the political part that I wanted to talk about. That said, it was Chris Rock who was initially harmed. Chris Rock displayed a great degree of restraint when Will Smith hit him. When he slapped him, he didn't create a brawl. He went to hit, and he was a responsible one. He showed that you don't have to strike back at the moment to escalate things. I'll be the bigger person. I'll take it. Because you notice, uh, Tori, nobody ran up there when, when he got slapped and held down uh, Will Smith. Nobody was there to hold back Will Smith. Will Smith punched him and it, you know, and Chris Rock did the right thing and maintained his composure. So he was harmed. The one caveat or the one thing that I saw that I think all of us, those of us who are men, those of us who carry the male genes, um, I don't care what's happening between Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett Smith, and, and, uh, and Will Smith. I think we have to be cognizant that somehow when there is any kind of mishap that a woman is involved and a man is involved, that somehow the woman gets the biggest part of the brunt. Because if you take a look at the end, and he did this at the end of the show, he was extremely hard on Jada Pinkett Smith, and I'm not defending her, but it shows the same kind of sexism we see in today's politics. The way Hillary was treated versus others. The way, uh, the way, and, and it's, it's not a Republican or Democratic thing. Women just seem to take the brunt of much more than men do. I brought Chris Rock into the fold here because I want to tell my male brothers, my male part holding brothers, we have to be careful no matter, even when we are harmed, we have to be careful in the way we address these issues relative to women. Because again, like I said, Chris Rock was the one that was aggrieved. But at the same time, when Chris Rock lashed back, yes, he lashed back at Will Smith as well, but he was much harsher on Jada Pinkett Smith. And Jada Pinkett Smith wasn't the one that slapped the you-know-what out of him. Let's go ahead and bring John in. And uh, we'll... John, talk to me. How you doing, brother? I'm fine, Egberto. How about you, my friend? I am doing fine. Talk to me, my brother. Well, I'm a, an, another unfan of Hillary Clinton. Yes. And uh, they have a... a, a, a thing where the former her former employees talked about how she treated them mm -hmm. and there were like 20 or 30 of them there and they all complained that she was rude and mean wouldn't take advice or talk about anything and really berated them and mistreated them so i'm not a fan of her at all okay let me stop right there a second okay i am not a fan of hillary clinton but i respect hillary clinton let me let me explain I am not a fan about, of Hillary Clinton because she doesn't share my ideology, but that's my ideology. But as an accomplished woman, I respect her. 
Uh, you know, I respect, I am not a fan of Biden. I, I personally, I voted for Biden because I thought he was well, the best. me too. I, yeah. voted for, I, would, I voted for Hillary too. Okay. I, I, you see, so well, John. You know, and I'll jump in here because I lived in D.C. through the Clinton years. Uh, and, uh, and I actually lived across the street from the Watergate building uh, for 20 years. And so I came home one day and there were news media bands back in 1997. Right. And, uh, and, and I thought maybe Bob Dole died or something, someone famous that lives in the building. But no, they were staking out this young intern named Monica Lewinsky. Right. Right. So I lived through all that scandal. And yet the men in that story all by and large have gotten no, no long term ill effects from it. Right. But what did happen yeah. was Hillary was in charge of universal health care right in 1992 when Bill first got elected. Yes. That was her thing. And she and, and Bernie Sanders was right there with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were trying to do universal. From that moment forward, the GOP had it out for her. And she has suffered the consequences of GOP messaging for 20 years now. So much so that when she ran in 2016, a lot of Democrats, especially who had just kind of gotten familiar with the political system, maybe even 10 years earlier, um, bought into that messaging. They, they bought into the, the mythos, the myth yeah. that Hillary was sometime, somehow not good. And they didn't understand that it was because GOP messaging was anti-woman. Right. And, you know? and I, yeah. but it's not only GOP messaging, it's democratic. I'm not going to throw that solely on the, the, the GOP. I'm going to put it on us too. Sure. I mean, I'm going to say that we men have an issue that we are, you know, I, you know, I'm from Panama. Yeah. 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 I'm black <laughs> and I'm Caribbean. I have the three strikes that make me a sexist. I've, I've gotten rid of it, folks. <laughs> just, I'm just letting you know, I am no longer a sexist. I'm no longer a homo. I'm, I am, I've extricated all those evils out of me, but we all need to do that. But John, um, so anyway, did you want to say something else, John? I just wanted to let you know that I am not a fan of Hillary, but I do have a lot of respect for her. She played a man's game better than most men. She really did. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, sir. Oh, that, that's all I was going to say, Egberto. Well, look, let me tell you something, John. I, th- I got your book. It's worth it. Thank and you. I appreciate. Uh, look, I appreciate that, my brother, because I think if we're going to change the country, we don't only have to speak to Democrats. We have to speak to anarchists. We have to speak to Republicans. We have to speak to sure. everybody. But thank you so kindly for calling in, sir. You have a great day. Thank you both. You know. Thank you. Thank you. We- absolutely so. Absolutely so. I see that we got new folks in the house. Uh, Peggy Lopez is in the house. Uh, we also got, uh, I saw somebody else, Ashley Willies is in the house. My beautiful, beautiful daughter. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got, I think I call up Peggy Lopez. I saw some others come in. Julie Henderson, how you doing, Julie? Great to be here. Or great to see you here. Uh, para ver quien más está aquí. All right, I don't see anybody else. If I missed you, please show it up. Hey, um, uh, I, Mike Cisek is in the house. How you doing, brother Mike? Uh, Mike Cisek is in the house. Uh, Lee Grant, I think I saluted you already. Anyway, folks, uh, for uh, Rudnan, I will have to take a quick look at that video first before I put it up. You know, I have to be careful with copyrights and being, you know, copyright stuff from other video producers, etc., 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 before I just throw it up on the screen. So um, it, it's sort of a sticky point, and we never know when it's fair use versus, uh, you know, it gets complicated, and I make certain assumptions uh, based on what has happened in the past. 
The video was for after the show. Oh, okay. Got you, brother. Got you, got you, got you. Thank you. You always give me some good stuff. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. If anybody else has anything that I need to read out. If I miss some... By the way, folks, Bridge MCP can tell you. The screen is crazy. I'm getting, I'm getting information from YouTube, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitch, and everything. And I have to kind of map all of this at the same time. So if you put something in there that you must have me read out or something, and you see I don't, after a period of time, throw it in there again. Don't just hold me accountable. Throw it in there again. All right. Um, I tell you what, what time is it? 23. I still can get a more messages. To Eric Hayes. Rudnan says, you mentioned 2021, but your previous commentary shows you're concerned about fentanyl, which has been introduced to heroin since 2015. The problem since, the problem since, uh, the problem being those who take heroin will never know if their drugs are fentanyl, spiked, or resulting in overdoses. The solution, legalize, tax, and regulate. I agree 100% that this would require proper labeling, for what doses of what drugs are being sold. This would also reduce prices by removing the smuggling markups. Not that that would change usage and addiction rates cleared up. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Legalizing that would do it, right? Look, folks, I am somebody who don't smoke marijuana. I don't do cocaine or anything. I don't drink alcohol except maybe every quarter if a friend... I want to have a beer, I will get into having a beer with him. Look, I love beer. I generally drink Odul's or whatever, but if somebody has some new exotic beer, I will try it. I'm, it's not something like, oh, I have virgin lips or something like that. The reason I'm saying that is because I don't do any of these, these things, but I have no problem others who want to do it as long as they do it safely and not going to affect the lives of others. That's simple. It's bien simple lo que estoy diciendo, right? So, I want all these things legalized, all of it. And then we can help, and the taxes on these things can help, can help those who become addicted. What I'm saying is, because drugs are out there, doesn't mean people are going to take them. A lot of alcohol is out there, doesn't mean people are going to take it, all right? So, that's my thoughts on those particular issues. I uh, drink Guinness very healthy. I like Guinness. I love Guinness. I love the bitter, bold taste of Guinness. Absolutely so. All right, let's go to the video that is in response to Tucker Carlson. All right, let's go to that which is in response to El Señor Tucker Carlson. Here we go. I want to get it started right now. By now, most have heard what Tucker Carlson did. Remember, he got over 40,000 hours of tape that probably uh, puts the security, uh, increases the security risk in the Capitol. But he got it. Uh, the the uh, Speaker of the House, McCarthy, gave it to him. Now, last night, he put a video on that seems to give plausibility that January 6th wasn't as bad as it was, even though when you take a look at it, it's pretty clear. So I, I want you to listen firstly to what McConnell had to say, because McConnell, bona fide Republican, this is what he had to say about Tucker Carlson's film. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, 
I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police about what happened on January 6th. In other words, the chief of police has a completely different view because what he has on his side is the truth. Now, you know, we answer when people ask us questions, etc. about, wait a minute, it seems like January 6th is after all in doubt. Because look at what Tucker Carlson show. All these footages that kind of seem like the police were initially complicit in bringing these people in, etc. It wasn't as bad. It was when all these guys were doing was coaxing folks to avoid being confrontational. I wish they did that in all cases. They don't. But anyhow, so I got this note from a somebody who listens to the show sometimes, somebody who we have contact with. And this is what he said. He said, he sent me an email and he said in that email, um, Egberto, can you explain the discrepancy to this, please? And what he sent me was a direct link to the video of what Tucker Carlson put out, a lying video that Tucker Carlson put out in which, you know, my, you know, I, I wanted to give a complete answer so i watched the entire video because this is serious to try to minimize that these people attempted to overthrow this country to try to diminish the fact that these people are domestic terrorists these people are insurrectionists i needed to make the point a very important point so this is what i said todd there is no discrepancy because he remember he said uh, the discrepancy between what Tucker Carlson showed and what real, uh, uh, it's different than what all of us saw on national TV in real time. So I said, there is no discrepancy, just a different narration to convince the mind of the weak that their eyes are deceiving them. If it were peaceful, number one, if it were peaceful and a democratic hoax, both Democrats and Republicans would not be hiding and both visibly terrified. Secondly, they invaded the place and as a movement, activists who participated in shutting down, as an, as an activist who participated in shutting down freeways and many other protests, most people are peaceful and move meekly. In other words, if you take a look at those people who weren't banging or breaking or doing things, that's how most of these mass movements are. There are the rattlers that break things, and then there are those that are actually peaceful. They're there in support of something they should be in support of. So then I continued. They are the bodies we want to enhance the cause. So we bring a lot of people in to enhance the cause, and that's exactly what the, the January 6th terrorists did. They brought a whole lot of people in, but there were the insurrectionists that were actually going to go ahead and effect harm, the ones who wanted to rob the ballots, the ones who wanted to kill people, the ones who wanted to destroy things. You'll find that about 3% are actually doing the action. In this case, the insurrectionists are being put away but just not fast enough. Those people who were the, the violent ones, that top thousand people that were actually causing harm, willing to kill, many of those are co constantly being arrested. Of course, we are yet to arrest the, 
the ones who are the masterminds from Donald Trump all the way down to his protégés. I cut videos. This is my answer to him. Number three, I cut videos for what I do. I know to edit. I know how to edit enhance, and enhance the truth. As has been proven several times, the Fox News bunch does the opposite. The Tucker Carlson, that Tucker Carlson, even in his propaganda, had to show crimes is probative. Even in the cuts that you see from Tucker Carlson, he showed crimes being committed at the Capitol. Number four, my answer to this young man, the under oath depositions from Fox News hosts, including Hannity, Carlson and Murdoch, proves they knew they were lying and did so to appease a base they've made ignorant. And I continued, this video is an expansion on what which unfortunately will give those who hear the truth a snippet to hold on to. As a naturalized citizens who revered this country as a bastion of intellectual intellect, even given its founding flaws and sins, I continue to be amazed that the system is methodically making its people, at least those who willfully predispose themselves to be pathologically ignorant. Look, I do what I do because I believe in truth and democracy. It is hard when misinformation is corporate backed like it is at Fox News, but I believe in the long game and I intend to continue fighting the long game. Folks, it's amazing the fights that we are going to have, but we always have to, to answer these lies, these levels of misinformation. We have to continue answering them. We can't just leave them in the ethos. And I tell you one good thing we should say about Mitch McConnell, even as he couldn't come and full-throatedly say that was crap what Tucker Carlson came out with, he allowed the message from the chief of police in January 6th to speak. And remember, supposedly rank-and-file Republicans are the law and order people. So if the chief of police, those who they purportedly support, says it, it should be as such. Very important that we leave no, no stone unturned. January 6th was an attempted coup. January 6th was performed by domestic terrorists. January 6th was done by insurrectionists. They all belong in jail, starting from the former president of the United States, all to the cohorts who helped him organize this attempted coup of the United States of America. Absolutely so. I hope you guys got it. I hope you guys get it because without, I, by the way, folks, there's some great stuff that's occurring on another channel right now that I'm taping at the same time to bring you guys tomorrow. So if you hear a little background noise, that is what you're actually seeing. But let's remember this most important point that I'm trying to get over to everybody. Don't let anybody change the narrative. On January 6th is the day that will live in infamy 
in the United States of America. It is the day when the right-wing MAGA Republicans attempted to overthrow this country, just like it occurs in third word banana republics. Do not allow anybody to, to give you to do what they're doing, making you willfully ignorant. If you're predisposed to listen to Fox News, listen here to Politics Done Right, where we are at least telling you the truth and corroborating it. Now, when it comes to uh, Mike Cisak, who just said, oh, they, hide, they hid Ashley Babbitt being murdered. Wrong. Ashley Babbitt was shot live on national TV, and we all saw when it happened, she broke a window and attempted to jump through that window where the speaker's of uh, the speaker's lounge was, and while protecting those folks behind the barricades, she got shot for going ahead and attempted to violate or attempted God knows who what behind the, 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 the terrorists that were attempting it. Punto y final. Punto y final. So if you decide that you want to lie to yourself, that's your choice. If you decide that, that's fine. I am not necessarily con trying to convince any of the sycophants who believe on, on faith that somebody is telling them the truth. It doesn't matter if she was an unarmed female or whatever. She broke a window. And by the way, you, are, you guys are the same ones who believe in the castle doctrine. So let's not talk, of, let's not go there. You guys believe in the castle doctrine. And you know, those folks were in their castle. They, they, the truth of the matter is, I think they should have gone out there with a, una metralladora y comenzar a hacer todo con esa gente. Anyway, let's continue and I see. Uh, let, oh, wow, you guys had a lot of messages here. Okay, Egberto Willis, it's called propaganda. The British did it to Ireland for years. I agree. They made Ireland look like these bunch of terrorists when they were the ones invaded. They were the terrorists. I was there and then watched the BBC and nothing like what happened. Maybe Irish are smarter than some Yanks. Look, man, I, 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 I get it, baby. I get it. I, I understand. You know, you have to realize this. You know, we call a lot of people terrorists, right? We don't realize that uh, our founding fathers, in uh, using our own parlance here in the United States, our founding fathers would have been considered terrorists. So we better be very careful as we throw around those words terrorists. Now, the reason we can call the insurrectionists domestic terrorists is because of how they did it. They were already a part of this society that is based on this constitutional document and they went against that constitutional document to create treason and that's what they did all right let's see what it's and by the way mike Cisak, it's not an opinion it's a fact that all of us saw live on tv all right, let's see. Julie Henderson says, Tucker can distort Nazi Germany. He could say Nazis provided showers for the Jews. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that at all. But I mean, it's, I mean, because those showers were the showers of death. But forgive me for even smiling at that. But you get, you get what I'm saying. All right, what else we got here? Um, Alistair Waters says, The numbers concerning how fentanyl gets across the southern border indicates it's mostly smuggled. In at the ports of entry, not with refugees. I mean, it, it's funny how these guys talk out of two sides. Oh, the refugees are bringing drugs in, and that's the problem, right? And then when when it's when it opts for them to go ahead and say, oh no, it's it's got here by the Chinese, and 
you know, again, when, when it comes to, well, I, I, I don't need to say that. I, I really don't need to say that. Okay. Michael Rennes says to CSAC, cover up. Ashley Babbitt was on video trying to break into a defended secured position during the January 6th insurrection and got shot. Exactly right. As she should have been. As she should have been, unlike the murders that cops have for unarmed people of color, for once this person that got shot was actually a terrorist being shot. Not just a statement of fact. Just a statement of fact. Eric says, actually, Egberto, it was January 7, 1942. I don't know what you're talking about, but anyhow. Lee Grant says, what about the attempted coup in Atlanta this week? Nope, they were attempting to stop the building. And by the way, I am not for what those outside groups did in Atlanta because they gave you guys fodder by throwing uh, Molotov cocktails and fireworks and all of that and burning police cars. You don't have to do that. That's not the kind of protest that I did. We, we shut back in St. Louis three years, four years ago, right before the pandemic, we shut down the St. Louis freeway. Uh, with with daily with uh, with with uh, net routes etc. And you know we were willing for, for for whatever happened to happen, but we didn't we didn't damage anything. We didn't throw anything away. We just created havoc for people to listen, right? Uh, but what they did was violent out there in Atlanta, and I definitely don't condone the violence at all. Burning crap up, they, they, they actually give it a bad name. And as you know, of the 22 people arrested, only two were from Atlanta. All the others were from out of state. So that's your answer, Brother Grant. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Julie Henderson says, how will Vietnam be told after the survivors have died? I know, I know, I know. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Ashley Bobbitt crossed the final defense line. Yes, she did, Julie Henderson. You get it. Peggy Lopez says, before Ashley Babbitt was shot, there were scenes shown of men guarding the door with their guns drawn and pointed at the door and saying they were ready to shoot anyone breaking into the room. Bridge MCP says, she was an insurrectionist. She got shot too bad. Thought you people were law and order. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Michael Rodney says, media literacy is weakness uh, among many fellow Americans who don't bother fact-checking. Everything they read or watch online to be sure, it's truthful, except if it comes from the left wing. You know, that's how it goes. All right. Let's see what uh, Mike CSEC says. The, the, form, the former chief of U.S. Capitol Police says security officials at the White House and Senate rebuffed his early request to call in the National Guard. Wrong, 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 wrong. The National Guard could not be called in. Check the record again. All you have to do is listen to the January 6th committee, folks. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, the patrol is um, not patrolling, hence more drugs. Oh, Lord. That's some more crap. But I, what can I say? Michael Rodney says, Mike Cisak, the article doesn't say who the D.C. police officer asked six times and was denied in order to get the National Guard call. We have to read up on that later. Egberto, 2020 small business burn and havoc. Oh, boy. You really fall for it, don't you? Uh, let's see. So Asha should be shot for breaking into the Capitol, but illegal aliens should not be shot for breaking into America. Uh, if you want to put it that way, I can deal with that. Michael Rennes, Egberto, there are liars among the left-wing bubble as well. I agree. You got to fact check anything before you believe it's true. I agree 100%. And that's what I do. Every now and then I fail. And when I fail, I make everybody know I failed 
but I've corrected. And there are times I even go back into old videos to make corrections. Right cops cannot use deadly force. Tell them to all the dead black guys. Bridge MCP, tú lo consigues corazón. You understand it. All right, let's go ahead and do the last video of the day. This was Don't Fall for the Medigap Scam. This is what I did at KPFT. Uh, when did I do it? I think I did it. I don't remember, but it, here it is. And we'll take it on the other side. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Vamos a comenzar ahorita mismo con esto. Here we go. Medigap Scam. I need, we wanted to cover that one first. Many real progressives often speak about removing services and products essential for our well-being from the for-profit domain of the private sector. The pushback from Republicans and neoliberals is always fierce. They accuse those trying to protect the masses as communists and socialists. In other words, it's funny, right? We want to make sure all of your mothers, your fathers, your daughters, your all the friends that you have, we want to make sure you have a life worth living. That is the progressive mantra. And for that, they say, oh, you guys are communists. You guys are socialists. But it is ironic since they are inadvertently equating doing good by society with those terms, since in fact what progressives are doing is making the lives more livable and enjoyable for all, aren't they somehow trying to change the narrative? Anyhow, recently Senator Elizabeth Warren exposed an insurance industry ploy to scam millions of dollars from seniors. Common Dreams reported as follows. This is what they said. Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren released a report Wednesday highlighting the splashy incentives from luxury vacations to cash bonuses that private insurance companies offer agents and brokers for enrolling seniors in potentially high-cost Medigap plans. Remember what Medigap is, folks. Medigap pays for the 20... Per when you get standard Medicare, not Medicare Advantage, when you get standard Medicare, the Medicare that we tell folks is the only one you should get if you can afford to get Medigap because of how bad most Medicare Advantage plans are. Now the Medigap has seen the light. They've seen that the Medicare Advantage folks have been ripping you off. Of course, it's the same companies, right? Ripping you off left and right, but in their case, ripping the government off as they give you less services. Now, Medigap is getting onto the curb. We want people not to buy just basic 80-20 Medigap, but we want them to buy plants that's going to make us a lot of money. So here we continue. Medigap is a federally regulated supplemental health insurance offered by for-profit companies such as United Healthcare, Umana, and Aetna. According to Warren, the Medigap marketplace is rife with incentive trips and other perks for brokers and agents who, in pursuit of such rewards, could be motivated to push seniors into the most expensive Medigap plans, regardless of whether those plans meet their needs. I'm going to pause there from the article to, to tell you why they do this as well. Remember... All those insurance companies that I just mentioned, they don't, they don't only sell Medigap, which is that 20% insurance for that 20% coverage that Medicare doesn't cover up until a certain limit, but they also sell Medicare Advantage. So they don't care if they make the price of Medigap keep sky rising to give you things you don't need. They don't care. 
Because eventually you're going to say, well, if Medigap costs me so much, why not drop Medicare and just jump onto Medicare Advantage, which will give me all those things without having to do Medigap. Don't, I mean, people, you know, I wish Elizabeth Warren had mentioned that in her article, but she didn't. But when I started to see this, I saw exactly where these people were going. The idea is this. Medicare Advantage, the standard Medicare gives you great insurance to any doctor you want. Whatever you want, you can do with Medicare within limits, of course, with anything. And then the portions that they don't cover up to X amount of dollars, you buy a Medigap policy, which is generally cheap because, again, it's, it's cheap because it's subsidized and you can't, you know, they can't really overcharge you. It's that 20% gap. But the private insurance companies, since they are the ones selling Medigap, they are going to want Medi- they don't They don't care to make Medigap cheap because if they make Medigap expensive enough, you probably will say to hell with Medicare and I'll just go with Medicare Advantage. They win either way. They either win by charging you a bunch for Medigap or they win by when people leave Medicare and go to Medicare Advantage. It's magical. It's a no-lose situation for these for-profit people, right? So the senator found that the estimated 32 private companies that entice agents with vacations and other incentives to boost Medigap sales provided the supplemental insurance to around 6.6 million people in the U.S. in 2021 and raked in nearly $16 billion in premiums from beneficiaries that year. Warren acknowledged that her report may underestimate the prevalence of incentives and rewards in the Medigap insurance industry, given uh, that insurance and third-party companies are often not transparent about their incentive practices. In other words, they may not tell you that some of the costs that you know they're billing for includes giving a vacation to Cabo to an insurance agent who sold a hundred policies to a hundred senior citizens. You know, there are all these gaps. Let me let me tell you something. If you're selling insurance, right? You could sell an insurance policy that let's say costs you know, let's say $300 a month to the person who buys it. That's $3,600. And that insurance agent could go home with $3,600 himself or herself because they know they've got you for several years. And the incentive to keep getting you is high. It's a ripoff. And I'm going to tie this story into the Barbados story in a little bit. But I want you guys to understand exactly what's going on here. And if you have questions, I also want you to call 713-526-5738, extension numero dos, extension two, because this... I need our senior citizens or those approaching senior citizenhood to actually go into this stuff, open eyes. And what else? Let me tell you what else I'm going to do. Since I'm fully vested into Social Security, Medicare, Medi- Medigap, and Medicaid, I am going to be studying. I'm going to be reading because there's so much crookery going on outside. I want you guys to know you have a place to go that's not going to just give you answers, but gives you places that where you can get true answers and not the answers from these people who just want to take your money. So tell people about KPFT. This is one of the kicks that we're going to be on here to keep 
our listeners aware of those who would abuse them. In a statement, Warren uh, lamented the weak federal and state regulations that are giving insurance giants free reign to scam millions of seniors in Medigap, offering agents lavish vacations to steer unknowing beneficiaries into more expensive plans. Regulators must act to make sure seniors get, aren't getting fleeced, said Warren, who noted that around 40% of Medigap enrollees had less than $40,000 in annual income in 2018. The fiduciary responsibility, this is my words now, the fiduciary responsibility of any private corporation is to maximize its profits, shareholder values, and their bonuses. There is only one way to do that. They must extract as much as they can from their customers. That is okay for products and services that are not essential. But if the corporations charge too much, then customers will not purchase until they drop their prices. That is not possible in healthcare. That is not possible in energy. That is not possible where basic needs are concerned. So we have to be very careful, folks. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where couldn't get the button click, couldn't get the button click. Yeah, look, look Tom, um, I hear you. I, w I, don't, I don't believe in shooting and killing either, right? But in the case of Babbitt, it's hard to understand or to see how they could have used the taser with a mob behind her ready to come through that door. The only thing, the only thing that stopped the mob that was behind that door, once she broke that glass and, and, and was jumping through the window, the only thing that was going to stop everybody else from coming in or from her coming in and opening that door is for the others to see that there were live bullets out there. And if you guys come in here, you're going to suffer the same fate. I, 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 I don't see... I mean, I don't like guns. I don't like people being shot. I don't like any of that. But I don't think there was much of a choice there. My humble opinion, just my humble opinion. Uh, Brock Parker, welcome to Politics Done Right and welcome to your comment. First time I bought insulin, they sold me expired units. Not surprising to me at all. Not surprising at all. Uh, let's see what else we got here. You said Congo Enbus. Is there somebody called Congo Enbus in here that... I hadn't saluted yet. All right, let's see. Uh, Tom C says, 23 watching on YouTube, only nine thumbs up. Come on, guys. Could we have those thumbs up, please? Those thumbs up. That is how the algorithm gets more people involved because they see, ah, we need to give more thumbs up. Congo Duba says, so how come you guys aren't against full exposure to everything? I don't know what you're talking about, so maybe it, you had it somewhere else in the feed, maybe. All right, let's see. AVQ, I thought you were gone. Start here, New York Times, Day of Rage. Okay, actually, that was a very good uh, synopsis that the New York Times did. All right, folks, we are at time 54. At time 54, I'm going to, let's see, it was more the whole January 6th footage, though. Kind of, kind of. Anyhow. Uh, it is time for me to do a quick ask. I'm only going to do one link and then I'll move on from there. Please, folks, as you know, we put a lot of work into this to make sure we keep people aware, to make people make sure we keep people woke. 
as in being awake to what's really happening. Don't let don't let the right wing turn woke into a bad word like they attempted to make liberal into a bad word. Do not allow them to change the word. I am woke. Everybody in the chat who calls themselves woke, type the word woke if you have the wherewithal. I'm going to put I am woke and proud. I'm woke and proud. And the reason I'm woke and proud is it simply means I am awake. I can see. I understand what's going on in the world. Don't let them turn woke into a pejorative. Do not allow them to turn woke into a pejorative. Woke always been woke and proud. There you go. Who else is woke? May Wood is also woke and proud. All right, folks, uh, let, uh, let's go ahead and say, please, if you have the wherewithal, please ensure that we can continue doing what we're doing to keep people informed. That is what we do. Please visit politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support, and support our program however you can. You can buy our books. You can go to our store. You can go ahead and become a patron. We need patrons. We need about a thousand patrons. We only have probably just under, I think of under a hundred, but close. We need about a thousand patrons. Let's see us. Ostara Hollywood, thank you so kindly. You're woke and proud. Alistair Waters is woke and proud. E22 Ashley, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Lee Grant says he's eco, eco. Lee Grant is woke. He just doesn't want to admit it in those terms. Uh, so again, let's go ahead and say woke. We are woke. So folks, please go to politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support and provide Anything you can to make sure these programs can stay doing what they're supposed to do. As you see, there's a lot that goes into the program. 16 hours a day, 7 days a week. So please continue to assist. Tomorrow's our long day. You're going to get three shows tomorrow because you're going to get two politics and rights shows and a debate between people running for the uh, chair of the Democratic Party here in Harris County later on that day. So Congo says, I can't be proud as I have a God. Uh, okay, that's good. Woke is a secular religion. No, woke. I told you what woke means. It means you're awake. Don't let somebody else put another meaning onto it. Woke means you're awake to all stuff that are happening in your surroundings with respect to all the social issues we talk about. All right? Don't don't make anybody change the actual meaning of woke. And let me, since I have about a minute or so, I'll give some direct links. Uh, you can support us on PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. But please consider becoming a patron. We need patrons. Politicsandright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Politicsandright.com slash patron. Oh, it says something went wrong with our page. And it says to reload. But I'm scared to reload because if I try to reload, I'm going to lose all the messages on the screen. So I will just go ahead and put it out again. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. I'm still seeing the data show up. So I'm going to assume that it's working again and it seemed to have worked. I just put the Patreon link in there. Please consider becoming a patron. As well, we have our books. You know, I don't know if you heard that guy who bought the book who was on the KPFT. He said, Egberto, I bought your book and I really enjoyed it. Consider getting our books at politicsandright.com slash books. All right. 
Uh, anything else folks want me to talk about before I go? I have a lot of, I have a lot of videos that I've extracted that I need to put into finished form that I'm going to have for you, I guess, tomorrow. Um, uh, so I'll be working to get that done today. I have a long day ahead of me. I think I have like books, mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, hats. Yes, 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 and yes. Please consider getting all of those. Anyhow. We're coming close to the end of the show. My name is Egberto Willis. I want to tell you guys, YT4ME57, you should get in touch with the Organization of Retired Service Retirees for an interview. YT4ME57, you guys are all my producers. It's me that does this stuff. You guys are my producers. You guys, if, you, if, if there's something you want to see, arrange it. Connect us with who you want to connect us with. And I promise you, I'll give it a notion. This is your program. This is why you support this program. This is your program. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.